0: OTB GAA All we can do is do our absolute best and,
1: But we have to dust ourselves down And we have to go again Just be the best that you can be after that
0: Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed Wherever you get your podcasts OTB AM With Gillette Labs Get the ultimate shave Or your money back Neon Night Edition Available now Crohn's and Colitis Ireland has just launched a new symptom checker as part of its poo Taboo campaign, marking World Inflammatory Bowel Disease Day. That's on Friday, May the 19th. Check out crohn'scolitis.ie forward slash symptom checker or call the Crohn's and Colitis Ireland support line. That's on zero one five three one. 2983 on Monday, Wednesday or Fridays from half past nine in the morning until half past twelve in the afternoon for further information. Uh, Delighted to be joined on the line now by the Irish Rugby International, uh, John Ryan, who is also an ambassador for Crohn's and Colitis Ireland. John, very good morning to you. How are things?
1: Hi, how are you? Very good. good. Thanks, guys.
0: Thanks for thanks for joining us. Um, I, I suppose you might, first of all, give us some, some context uh, as to why you're an ambassador for Crohn's and Colitis Ireland. So you were diagnosed with, and some people mightn't be aware of this, uh, you were diagnosed with ulcerative colitis back in August of 2011. Maybe tell us a little bit about your story.
1: Yeah, I, um, I kind of just got my first professional contract um, and I had done my six months before training with Munster and all that and when I got the contract that pre-season I actually got diagnosed with um also colitis so it was um, a bit of a it just started with symptoms and I was looking enough I was one of the few people who get it that actually checked the symptoms out because I was very uh, freaked out about it really because um, like obviously I thought my career was over with this what's going on this is, seems serious I'm ill all the time I can't keep weight on I'm passing blood and all that kind of stuff so I got it checked out and I got it diagnosed early and therefore got the proper medication for it. So I was pretty lucky. But um it's just not the case in, 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 a, in apparently like forty percent of people with symptoms don't get it don't get um their symptoms checked, uh and it can sometimes get quite quite uh severe. So that's why I suppose I'm an ambassador because it's good to spread the word and there's no stigma should be attached to having this this uh, disease. It's um Although it can be harsh, it's perfectly you can live a perfectly normal life. So that's why I got behind it to kind of lift that stigma.
0: Just on that, John. Sorry, the the I, I hate the phrase "the devil's in the detail," but in this instance, um, I wasn't aware of the disease at all. The devil actually is in the symptoms, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. And when you're having symptoms, it could be nothing. Um, you can like for me, it was passing blood, but um, it could be anything uh, really that that could cause that. But uh, just from the off chance that it might be IBD, you know, Crohn's or colitis, then you, you should just really get it checked out. And that's why I think it's a good idea. Do you know, um, Crohn's Colitis Ireland have set up this, uh, symptom checker because, uh, other people might, might not be so fast to, to get their, um, symptoms checked due to embarrassment. And as I said, it's perfectly normal. And there's a lot of people in Ireland living with it.
0: Yeah, The year you were diagnosed John as well you you had also got your first professional rugby contract you were balancing a final year in, in university as well so I mean that must have been insane, quite a busy busy period for you.
1: Yeah and you know what that's the what they say is it's the workload and um, maybe stress that brings it on but yeah I had a big year, I did final year of college and um, I was in on kind of a training contract at Munster and I was looking off to to procure um professional contract so Uh, it was a busy year it didn't um, help that this was added to the list of um, strain on the body but I was lucky as I said I got it diagnosed, I got it under control and I was able to progress um, with my development in rugby
0: Was it difficult for you in terms of I I remember uh, um, hearing you speak before, certainly reading comments from you that when you were first diagnosed it can be awkward even something as simple as a friend asking you out for coffee and socialising generally it it just, it probably you probably didn't know what way to turn, even for little things like that. That meeting a friend for coffee became a little bit more difficult for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, you kind of want to get out and chew the fat with your friends and stuff, and it came to a point where I knew where all the um, the, the bathrooms were in certain uh, establishments. So I'd say, "Oh, we we'll go here or whatever." So um it was kind of like that. It was it was tough, but. Once you tell your friends, you're better off. I always found is telling your friends. And I started going with my uh, no wife in 2011 as well. So she didn't add any stress, enough, to be fair. But uh, she um, she was very, really, very really good and a big support.
0: And, and sorry, in, in a practical sense there, what do you mean by that? Like you're actually looking at the toilet facilities in the place that you're going to eat. Why so? Why like why? why can it be such a an imposition on you?
1: Yeah, it's, it's almost a psychological thing for me, but just in case I had a flare-up or, or something happened like that, then I may need to rush to go to the bathroom. But they were the smaller things. So, you know, I was okay going after a whole while when I got used to the the, um, the actual disease and when I understood it, uh, I was I was okay with those kind of things. But Munster back uh, then was in Limerick and Cork, two separate facilities, so... Mm. Uh, that was awkward because I had to drive to Limerick. So in that case, I did know where every petrol station had a had a bathroom. So yeah, that was that was that was a, a tough logistical uh, one. But look, it is what it is, and I got on with it, and I I was never embarrassed by it really. Well, I was maybe embarrassed because I didn't know about it, but then I got you know once you brush up in your knowledge on it, it you, you know it's fairly severe, and I feel pretty proud that I managed to to. Uh, to kind of carve a good path in rugby and have a good career and a very normal life uh, for the last uh, 12 years.
0: This is said a like but it kind of is a male matcha thing as well, that it's not like the inclination <coughs> is to kind of bury things like this.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, you're dead right. I think you hit the nail in the head because you can say it's a matcha male thing, but then it's. Um, you, you don't want to show any weakness but it's kind of as bad as well if, if you're um if you're a female and you have it it's tough because you can't have this this is a, a horrible thing to have Hope you can't talk about this but look I've met plenty of um, girls that have had it and um, they're you know they wear it proudly and it's uh, it's nothing you should be ashamed of I wouldn't say like you, you say it proudly but like it's just you're not ashamed of it and it's something you have it's something else is another ailment, and um, you can carry on normally hopefully you can carry on normally if you've caught it in time
0: yeah I think it's a it's, a, it's a brilliant thing that you're, you're talking about it as well John because reading a survey in the research as well most people are aware of the disease and maybe of the symptoms but 4 in 10 said they would do nothing initially if they saw blood in the toilet bowl opting for a wait and see approach so I think Hearing from people like yourself, who are ambassadors, uh, is certainly going to raise awareness, and uh, people are going to maybe have an idea of what to do. A lot of people will be familiar with your with your rugby career, of course, uh, John. Over two hundred games for Munster, twenty four Irish caps as well. The the twenty eighteen Grand Slam, just to name a few. You must be um, you must be looking around. You're in New Zealand at the moment, so there can't be many yeah. players, I think, who have played Premiership rugby. You were with the Wasps earlier in the season, URC and Super Rugby in one season. That's quite a that's quite an achievement.
1: I I. If there's someone else, show me. I don't think there is. That's, <laughs> the only one, I think, crazy. yeah. It's been an absolute mental last uh, season. yeah. obviously, the I didn't, I wasn't uh, wanting to leave Munster, and then I got over that. I went to Wasps. I kind of fully invested in Wasps, and then that fell to to pieces. One hundred and sixty-seven people losing their job um, overnight. That was tough. And then, um, you know, going back to Munster, uh, that was great because it was the the just the ability to get those two hundred caps that I craved, and you know, uh, other great moments. You know, I got my fifty European cap in a monster jersey, which was special. And now I'm down here in Chiefs, and luckily the Chiefs are absolutely humming along, winning every game. So I'm, I'm delighted, and another one tomorrow, I hope.
0: Just on the was thing, like I was staggered, John, to read at the weekend that Premiership clubs in general, uh, on average, are, use, are losing four million a year, and you're looking at the London Irish situation. Like, how how precarious is the situation in England at the moment, from your perspective?
1: Well, it's not a very stable, um, stable union at the moment. I, for whatever reason, I don't know. It's just obviously everyone spoke about Worcester, and Worcester has been spoken about long before. Before Wasps and uh, Wasps fell two weeks after Worcester did. So the warning wasn't really there for from our point of view, but I, I couldn't tell you what's going on because uh, you hear London Irish, as you said, Exeter, hemorrhaging players, Newcastle and Sale were talking about uh, joining forces there last week. I don't think that will ever happen, but just the fact that these conversations are happening, it's just, it's crazy. And I don't know what's uh What's causing it, but um something has to change and it has to be changed from the top down. You it can't happen again what's happened to Western Wasps because it's people's livelihoods uh, that are at stake really.
0: Yeah, crazy stuff to be honest. And um, you've been you've been kept remarkably busy, John, because if, if the Chiefs go all the way to the super rugby final, which I think is on june twenty fourth, you'll have made it thirty five games in ten months and then you'll be back for I assume pre season with Munster then again. So it's all go
1: yeah 35 games in a season would be ideal um, <laughs> as long as there's a medal around my neck at the end of it uh, what a season it would have been but um, yeah back straight I like mean I think monster um, start pre-season in the first week of July so that's kind of oh, I'm going to have to have a conversation there <laughs> with the lads see you can they squeeze in a few weeks out of that
0: 100% it's like you're a Cork man so you're like getting home and back with the with the family back to Cork like the wife and three kids as well so I assume there's an itch to, to get back but also yeah, I'm sure you're enjoying your time in New Zealand at the same time
1: yeah we're loving it um, down here we're making the best of it anyway uh, I came down in the middle of February my wife uh, I, my my uh, my youngest was only three weeks old when I left so I left my poor wife and three kids um, <laughs> at home alone uh, which was tough but uh she came over a month later and we've just been making the best of it, seeing as much of the island as possible. But, of course, New Zealand's going into winter, so mm. we're getting a lot of rain here at the moment. Um I, I'm, I've been assured that the weather's going to be good for our game tomorrow. Um, we're down at Taranaki at the moment. So, hopefully it'll be good tomorrow. But, yeah, looking forward to getting back. Uh, we're living in Limerick, actually, but mm. definitely a few trips down to Cork would be nice. Um, down to my family because I haven't seen them. A whole pile of the last uh, twelve months. I haven't been down there. They've been up to me, and they've come over to me. But uh, I haven't been in Cork much. But definitely uh, looking forward to that.
0: Another Cork man is a uh, regular with us on uh, on on OTBAM here at Ronan McGara. Comes on usually once a week on a Friday morning. And um, you're in the quite distinct uh, position as well. You've been coached by both Rod and Scott Robertson with your time at the Barbarians. Like, what was that like? What type of a a coach is Ronan, especially? <coughs>
1: well in fairness as coaches they're excellent and you can tell they're brilliant it's not the environment to find out how good a coach you are <laughs> I don't think um, they, they certainly led from the front on the social activities but um, <laughs> they were brilliant they, they were excellent like um, we had our fun all week and uh, we rocked up on the Sunday so we met on Tuesday I think uh, in total for the week we might have done maybe an hour and a half of work the rest was kind of commercial stuff and a few drinks a few dinners out but uh it was the, when they were on they were on and the lads would have gone through a wall from that day and the way they spoke as well was excellent and they're obviously men you know, who you'd highly respect in rugby circles so no I loved it because I played a Raj, got coached by him so it was great and he's just a good fella and you can see he's having great success uh, overseas as well so that's brilliant
0: I don't know how much you've managed to see of of La Rochelle or Leinster this season uh, given the time difference etc but how how do you think the Champions Cup final is going to go
1: Oh sorry. I sorry feel bad for Roger I you know he's on your show and all that but like <laughs> Leinster are a bit of a machine this year they are like they're just you can't bet against them in either like the league or or Champions Cup they're they're looking very strong this year so I'm just hoping um from a, a league point of view that wants to do a job on them this weekend
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine uh, John brilliant stuff thanks a million for checking in and uh, listen I hope you get your your 35 games and your medal around the neck
1: appreciate that guys thanks for having me on
0: OCB AM with Gillette
1: Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now